Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Joe Reed. Kendra Winchester has joined me for the entire week, and we are all waiting to see how she is going to stick this landing. What are you recommending to close out our week, Kendra? Well, November is Indigenous Peoples Month, so I thought it'd be very fitting to feature an Indigenous writer. And so... Our last audiobook is And Then She Fell by Alicia Elliott, who's a Mohawk writer, and is performed by Sherry Miracle and Jenna Claus. And it is a, actually a horror novel about postpartum depression uh, and how that you know interacts with our main character's identity as a Mohawk woman. Interesting. So it's a serious subject, like postpartum depression, but it's also a horror novel. Yes. All right, because I don't know anything about Alicia Elliott, so tell me more. So the story starts with Alice, who is a Mohawk 20-something creative. She's trying to write her book. She has, like, from the outside, a perfect life. She has an, an incredible white husband who's making his way up the ladder in academia. They have a new baby daughter named Dawn. But, you know, Alice is really struggling after having her baby. Her husband wants them to parent on their own, but in... Mohawk culture, you are helped by the community. And so she's separated from her community. And that really is exhausting for her. And her mental health begins to deteriorate. She's also grieving for her mother, who died a year previously. And there's a um, sort of like a, a death anniversary ceremony that her aunt and her cousin want her to do, which is part of their cultural tradition. But Alice doesn't want to say goodbye to her mom. So she really doesn't want to have that ceremony. So it's a lot about her identity and how that interacts with her mental health. Oh, very, very interesting. And how does the horror aspect come into this? You know, this has a lot of Alice in Wonderland sub-themes in there. And Oh, yeah. Okay. And then she fell. Okay. So she starts having visions. So like, I won't describe them because they are quite violent, but violent things about how, what's happening might happen to her daughter, what might happen to her. And so she starts getting like memories from trees and she feels like she's losing her mind. Her mom also experienced something similar. Uh, she doesn't know what to do. Her husband keeps pushing her to like come to do events with his like department at the university he works at and pushing her to do things really before she's ready. And how is the narration divvied up? How there are two narrators. How do how do they work the book? So Jenna Claus, who I've never listened to before, she does Alice's voice. And at first I wasn't 
quite sold on her performance. But as we get into the book, I realize like this is Alice's voice. Like she is capturing this kind of low energy beginning. And as the narration goes on, she kind of becomes a bit more frantic. And I thought that was very fascinating the way that she captured Alice like that, because it made you as a listener have that suspense, have that anxiety that Alice feels and you're feeling it in your body. And that's because of how uh, Jenna Claus is performing it. It was fascinating. And what is Sherry Miracle's role? So at the end of the book, there is a big plot twist. So I don't want to say too much, but Sherry Miracle performs a kind of like, we'll just say a descendant of Alice. And we hear her narrative voice. It goes into the near future a bit. And we kind of get an idea of what that family member's life is like as an indigenous woman and how that connects back to Alice. Okay, well, we're going to hear an excerpt. So who are we going to hear from? So we're going to hear from Jenna Claus, and she is writing a sort of like a novel that's based on a retelling of her nation's creation story. And so this is the narrative voice in that section. This is an excerpt from And Then She Fell by Alicia Elliott. It's read by Sherry Maracle and Jenna Claus. Yes, this is technically called the creation story, but it's not the beginning. So let's get that little misconception out of the way right now. There never was a beginning. There was a before. And before that was another before. And another before before that. I know that's probably confusing to a modern mind like yours. Colonialism and so-called linear time have ruined us. We can't even wrap our heads around our own stories because we've been trained to think in good, straight, Christian lines. But the world doesn't work like that. It never has. Anyway, before before... This world was covered in water, a deep ocean that held water creatures like pearls, an endless sky that bore witness to the brilliance of the birds. Now, when I say sky, some outer space is included in there, too. A lot of outer space, actually. Pretty much anything that can be seen from Earth counts as sky. But that's not to be confused with Skyworld, which is even higher than the sky. She has a very young voice. Yes, and I think she really captures how young Alice really is in this whole situation. And, you know, horror is, indigenous horror is really having a golden era right now. And I feel like Alicia Elliott is definitely part of that. And it just really captures your attention. It's such a a beautiful book and a beautiful way to talk about these really difficult issues that Alice is experiencing. And you said some of the fantasies were very violent. Should people be aware of of that going into the book? Can it be very disturbing for some people? Yes, it does involve some bodily horror and like grotesque violence. Uh, So just be aware going in there. And of course, there's a lot of racism that Alice experiences. um, So there's a note for that as well. Okay. Kendra, thank you so much. Always happy to be here. Today's episode of Behind the Mic is supported by the new audiobook, Ghosts of Honolulu, by NCIS star Mark Harmon and co-authored by a former NCIS special agent. It's been available since November 14th, so you can get it everywhere you get your audiobooks. Behind the Mic is produced by Jessica Lockhart. Robin Witten, Michelle Cobb, Emily Connolly, Alan Minskoff, and Kendra Winchester are our contributors. 
Jennifer Dow is our editor, and the music is William Ross Chernoff's Nomads Four Way. And I'm your host, Joe Reed. Good listening.